tuned in again uh, we appreciate it uh, we ask that you uh, like and share and um, you know invite somebody in definitely uh, definitely appreciate all the love and all the support but want to welcome you again to another episode of Reflections with Dr. Gary Harvey. This week we've got uh, Miss Tamika Wilkerson with us. And, uh, but a couple shout outs that I, that I want to throw out there. Valentine's Day is coming up. And um, Living Beauty Florals, we usually uh, kind of push them. If you're in the Jacksonville area, that greater Duval area, go ahead and uh, hit her up for all your uh, floral arrangements, Valentine's Day gifts. You can catch her on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and uh, definitely, uh, definitely worth it. Uh, she'll definitely make the moment special. And then uh, Queen BZ Cosmetics that uh, helped us out with our recent giveaway. They are actually launching their Icons line, a new line and new colors of their uh, liquid matte lipstick. Uh, I believe Friday is when it launches, so uh, be on the lookout for that. But definitely want to give a shout out. We've been trying to highlight various businesses and, and uh, authors and entrepreneurs and creators and influencers. Uh, every day, uh, especially this month as well with Black History Month, um, you know, I kind of uh, personally, and it, it's kind of funny, I'm, I'm like blending into the background, I'm as white as I am, but um, I know, right, it's funny, um, the, uh, the, the fact that, you know, uh, for whatever reason, Black History Month was chosen to be the shortest month of the year, um, but I want to encourage everybody, number one, educate yourself and make sure that you're aware of the impact of, that the culture does have on the rest of the world and on our country and our nation. Um, but black history is not 28 days, 24-7, And um, so definitely, definitely want to encourage you, though, to educate yourself. Um, we've been talking about it on and off here on the podcast as well as a house call and just the level of importance to educate. You know, you can't start the healing process and can't make change without educating yourself and without accountability. So I want to encourage you there. So with that being said, we are going to go ahead and we are going to jump into tonight's episode. Of course, mirrors, they got three purposes. Show you who you were, show you who you are, and help you become who it is you want to be. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at the man in the mirror, face our reflection, and see if we can't become better than what we started the day at. So tonight, our special guest, Miss Tamika Wilkerson, founder and CEO of the nonprofit Strength and Sisterhood. Um, I, I know I'm not going to uh, hammer every aspect of it, but um, to simplify it for those that don't know, it's a uh, mentorship program geared towards young women. Um, they, uh, there's always programs for young men. You always see programs for young men. Always see internships and mentorship programs and educational programs for young men in the community. And very rarely do you see anything geared towards the young women. And that's where uh, Miss Wilkerson and Strength and Sisterhood has uh, has really stepped up. I've known her for a couple years. Um, a couple of years. Yeah, a couple Gary. couple of years, couple of years okay. since like oh man, 2007 like I think it was. Yeah, 2006, 2007. Man, that's it's been a couple of days. Um, so uh, definitely, uh, definitely good to have you on here. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you know, with that being said, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Uh, first of all, it's it's great. It's great for you to invite me on here. I really, really appreciate it. Like I said, we did have some difficulties last week, but we made it. And um, I definitely want to thank you for everything that you're doing and highlighting. Um, every aspect of black history and always looking to do more for the community and just sharing, liking, promoting. So kudos to you, Gary. Kudos. I appreciate that. Appreciate um, that. My name is Tamika Wilkerson. Like Gary said, I am the founder and president of Strength and Sisterhood. It is a nonprofit organization, mentoring and um, empowerment program for young girls. 
me personally, I am oh gosh, so many things I can say about myself. I am a survivor. I am a conqueror. I am someone that turns their pain into purpose. Um, I grew up the eldest of uh, two siblings, and uh, things wasn't as easy as I would have loved them to be. A lot of childhood trauma and pain and things of that nature and I was a victim where I played the victim for a very long time in my life and then one day I decided that I no longer want to be the victim I want to be the victor so I realized that I needed to do something different in my life I realized that my purpose was more than what was going on so I start to heal and um that's when I realized that I could turn my pain into purpose. And this is what you see here. You see a conqueror and a survivor. You see a mother. You see a grandmother. You see a leader. You see a mentor. You see a friend. You see love. That is who I am. All right. All right. Said grandmother. You don't look a day over 28. Oh, stop it. <laughs> grandbabies and if you follow me on facebook you know i'm always posting ari baby and my little pop pop and yes i am a grandmother <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome I, I know that um you know we've had several conversations when we worked together and uh you know i would definitely uh chew on your ear when i was going through my issues and and my trying to play the victim role and um, you know, I think sometimes it's not a matter of playing the role. You, you, you are the victim, but you don't know how to identify anything other. Um, and so you kind of, uh, you kind of get stuck there because it becomes your identity. And if you don't have that, well, who am I now type of thing and, and where the healing process comes in. But you were one of the few people that kind of told me to pull my head out my fourth point of contact. So, you know, it's, uh, definitely, it was definitely appreciated. Definitely appreciated. I appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you. you. And then look at look at us now. I know, right? Right? Like, I never would have thought, like, look at us now. Like, you're like a cubicle away. And you're like, hey, <laughs> let me tell you what happened last night. Give me some advice on this. And, you know, I, I was mentoring back then. Yeah, the, the, the club, the, the, the club stories, you know. Hey, yeah, I went to, I went, I went to Guam, I went to Guam last night. I'm hungover. What do I do? You know, I tell everybody all the time, you know, I got, we all got a past. And, um, you know, especially being in ministry, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, being in ministry, that everything's clean, and and I get uh, critiqued a lot of times by my peers because I'm too transparent. Um, but I I believe that you know if you don't let people know, you can actually get down in the mud and get out of it. Then they'd stay stuck. So, you know, I I share it as much as I can. So strength and sisterhood. You said it was a mentorship program geared around empowering young women. So with with that being said, expand on that just a little bit for us. What 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 does that mean? Well. The strength and sisterhood is built on love, support, diversity, equality. Um, basically, what happened, and I'll, I'll just give you a little backstory real quick. Okay. Um, like I said earlier about you know my childhood trauma and things that I went through, I never really had a voice, right? Okay. So I knew that I wanted to help, but I never knew how. So I, at the time, my life coach and my mentor, I sat down with him. This was probably about three or four years ago. I sat down with him. I'm like, look, I want to help people. But he was like, all right, so what you want to do? You, uh, what's the de demographics? Who are your audience? You know, questions I've been, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I didn't know it was all that. I just wanted to help. Like, I got to come up with all that. <laughs> he was like, well, go to the drawing board, come back, 
two years for me really to realize exactly what I wanted to do. Okay. So the biggest thing he said was to me, and the most important thing he said was, write a letter to your 10-year-old self. You know, what would that look like? Okay. If you were just a little girl, what type of resources, what type of program would you have wanted available for you at that time? And that is how it came about. Being the voice for some of these young girls that don't have a voice, the awareness, even when it comes to sexual abuse, when it comes to bullying, when it comes to suicide and things of that nature, a lot of times we don't want to talk about those things, but they're very important, even at an early age. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that these, this is in front of these girls and they know that, along with education, uh, like we do great recognition, making sure the girls are keeping up with their grades, mm -hmm. support is a big thing, especially in our community and among our young girls, supporting one another. Everything is not a competition. Right. We need to support. So that is one of our core values as well. Showing empathy is another one of our core values. Kindness, empowerment, leadership, and just being able to bond with one another. Your sister, we are, this is a sisterhood. Self-love is a big one. Okay. A lot of these girls lack confidence. We're so busy dressing them up on the outside, but not working on them on the inside. Okay. And that is what Strength and Sisterhood is about. All right. We have awesome. fun. We have a lot of fun, too. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, really what we're doing here, we're raising queens. And like I always say, it's going to take a village. Okay. All right. Definitely. I, I know that um on occasion you've even had... uh. Like, you'll do, like, Spanish classes for the girls. I've seen uh, some posts with that, you know, with, with some of your volunteers and stuff like that. And I just, uh, I think that's that's awesome. Some of the stuff that I've seen um, through your posts and on Facebook, obviously, up here in New York, I can't can't really participate. Um, but uh, but it's definitely, uh, definitely encouraging. And it's encouraging to see the people that are coming out from the community. You know, I, I, I won't steal any thunder as far as the interview is concerned, but I know that's definitely... Uh, um, for me, it's exciting when when I can see a community getting involved and and different aspects of the community uh, and on different levels. It's 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 pretty uh, it's an awesome thing to see. So with 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 that, what's one thing that you wish you knew when you started, when you decided when when you not when you first got the idea, but when you first when you first launched it. thing that I wish I knew that how can I say well I guess really with me would be the support part of it like I took on a lot okay. versus me just really putting faith in the fact that people actually believe the same thing I believe and wanted the same thing that I want as far as that mission mm -hmm. and reaching out more in okay. the beginning okay. um that was a really big thing for me. That's a challenge for me anyways, because I'm, I grew up doing everything by myself mm -hmm. and always being a provider and things of that nature. So it was hard to ask for help. Okay. So, I mean, if I, if I wouldn't know, I would have had the, the support that I have now. I probably would have did things just a little bit different in the beginning, but everything is a lesson. Okay. Did, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier today. They were like, oh, you know, they something had happened, kind of made a mistake, and you know that whole oh, there's no losses, there's only lessons. Myself personally, I believe that there there are losses, and it's through the losses that we learn our lessons. Um, you know, if you can't acknowledge it as a loss, 
and gain the lesson from the loss makes it difficult to progress. And, um, you know, talking about losses, what would you say your biggest failure has been? Okay. I see it as an opportunity um, to where things could have been better. And I think just, <clears throat> and it just goes back to what I just said, just having the faith in myself that my team can do it okay. just as much as I can. The fact that it is my baby, Strength and Sisterhood is my baby. I birthed this. I from writing it down on a piece of paper to <laughs> fruition. Now this is my baby, so I'm always hands on. And my team knows it because they always tell me I'm running around like a mad woman. Anytime I get in there, because I just want to make sure everything is okay. But instead of me sitting back, a lot of times I've missed the meetings because I'm, I'm so involved. Okay. Like, we have so much fun and we learn so much. And I don't really get to see exactly what's happening until after the fact when I'm looking at the pictures, when I'm looking at the videos because I'm so hands-on versus me sitting back and actually enjoying it with the girls, even sitting down and having a meal and really trusting that my team is going to make it happen. Okay. Um, that will, that would be one of the things I wish that I could, I could have done over. Okay. Just trusting them a little bit more. All right. Because they are fantastic, by the way. <laughs> I love y'all. I cannot do it without y'all. No bad. That's awesome. <clears throat> that is, that's awesome. You know, you talk about it being, you know, your baby. There, there comes a point where you got to let your baby live and you got to let your baby uh, kind of go out there on the football field and scrape up their elbow and scrape up their knees. And then they walk that stage for graduation. And you got to take a step back and let your baby be your baby, you know. But um, I think that your team, uh, from what I've seen anyway, you got a solid team. You could, you could do that, you know. You could take a day let off me, and they'd be me, all right. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something again. <clears throat> Those ladies, I couldn't have prayed for a better team. I'm just going to be honest with you. Every last one of those ladies brings something special to that group. Everyone has their own personality. Everyone has their own way of doing things, but it's one mission. Mm -hmm. We all come together in, a, in an agreement of how things are going to run, and it's beautiful. The outcome is beautiful. Even in the beginning when it looks like it's a mess and well, things are unorganized and we don't know what's going to happen, at the end of the day, it's we all play together and it all works out. Every meeting is always perfect. Awesome. Always, always. Awesome. Very cool. That's good to know. What what advice would you give someone that's wanting to pursue something similar to this? Make sure your intention I mean do it for the right intentions. Okay. Make sure that you know, make sure it's something that you love too. Make sure it's something that you're passionate about, something that you love, and make sure your intentions are pure. I mean, okay. seriously, because at the end of the day, the, the, the girls, the girls, they're the ones that, that lose out on the end if your intentions aren't pure. Okay. And true. All right. Awesome. Uh, with, with that, you know, talking about being something that you love, you work a full-time job. You know, strength and sisterhood is not the only thing that you give your attention to. So how do you balance that? I wish you could see. I got I got some uh, some uh, cover up, but it's so much gray up under here, Gary. Um, that is one of my challenges right now. <clears throat> this is why we are <clears throat> since Truth and Sisterhood is on a mental break right now. Okay. So I think that's something that we're going to be doing every year, at least about a, right after that last meeting in New Year's. 
um, at the end of the year, we're going to take about a month off. So we are taking this time off for a mental break and also to plan for 2021. Um, right now, this is a really busy season for me, mm-hmm. but I just take the time, Gary. I have to, even if it's just one time where I just book a room and I go out go away for the weekend. I have to make time for myself. Right. And it, a lot of people don't understand that. Like, you have to make sure that you're good. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. And I think in the beginning, it was just go, 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 go. And I was beginning to be burned out trying to do my nine to five and putting into strength and sisterhood. The balance is when I know things that I cannot take on, I do not. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I know that is very important that I realize everything and everyone is not my assignment. Okay. Okay. So as much as I would love to help, if I can't, I can't. Saying no to me right now is a form of self-love for me. Mm-hmm. So if I can, I can. If I can, I will. But if I get to the point to where I feel like I'm, hey, it's a little bit too much and I'm overwhelmed, then I'm, I'm not doing it. Right. Well, I, I think that's that's important, you know, recognizing what you can and cannot have. And, you know, I joke all the time that, you know, I have a lot on my plate and, you know, I could go down a list and, and then on top of my medical issues, like yesterday I was doctor's office and then kind of incapacitated for the rest of the day and still struggling with that today. But I have this to do and I've got another show that I've committed to. So it's one of those things where you got to, you know, you learn to push through with certain things, but then other things, like you said, you say no to. Um, but I always joke that I would rather choke on success than starve from mediocrity. And that's not saying that I don't say no, because I do say no to several things. But it's kind of like, um, <clears throat> you know, growing up after church on Sunday, the family would run, we'd rush over to the Chinese buffet. And the joke in this little town is, you know, we got to be out early so we can beat the Baptist to the buffet. That, that, was, that was the joke. And, you know, I'm the kind of person, when I go to a buffet, I put a little bit on the plate, I'm going to make multiple trips. That's, that's me. You know, I'm going to get my money's worth, but I'm making multiple trips. My dad, not so much. He making one, maybe two trips. That's it. So he's got a mountain on his plate. But that's what he can handle, you know, and I, I think that's important to recognize that you said that, you know, sometimes it's just a I book book a day and just get away or I just shut down for a little bit. And I think that's smart. I think that, um, you know, a lot of organizations don't do that and and they don't have the staff to run 365 days a year without burning people out. And, and so to take that minute is is. It's refreshing and rejuvenating for the staff, but also works out better, you know, I, I would assume works out better for the girls in the long run because you guys aren't burnt out and able to give them what it is they deserve. At the end of the day, it's about them and uh, being able to be there for them. So that's, that's outstanding. Um, so resources, help, assistance, not, and not, not from a volunteer standpoint, but um, the best resources for you uh, learning how to and launching the nonprofit, establishing it, uh, continuing to run. Uh, what have been some of the best resources or areas that you've been able to go to for help and support? Um, well, I have a mentor and a life coach. His name is A.D. Roberts. Um, he has been a huge resource for me. Um, he was the person that I went to when I first originally said that this is I wanted to help. Um, And I'm going to tell you, I ended up going and getting a book that said 250 questions 
uh, with starting a nonprofit, and I read that first. Okay. Uh, any type of resource that I can, um, and other women that, because there are some beautiful programs out here, and one of the programs that, and I have to give her kudos because she has been a huge help to me. Her name is Crystal Life. And she is amazing. She is the founder and president of a nonprofit organization by the name of It's a Girl Thing. Okay. And she has been helping me tremendously. So, I mean, really, I just ask. I mean, if I see something, someone doing something on, and then I'll just Google, Google some things and just do my research on it. Okay. And I'm not scared to ask. But, I mean, anyone that I've asked for help have helped me. Yeah. Okay. Me. All right, people. awesome. Thank you. If you're anybody that has helped me and answered my questions and been up really late and answered my texts, thank you. Because she can ask some questions. <laughs> I, I, I haven't forgotten what it's like working with you. Girl, don't put my business out like that. Hey, it's all out there. If I had an it, listen, there. listen, if I had an umbrella, I'd throw all the shade right now, but I don't have an umbrella with me. Don't do that, Gideon. <laughs> That's awesome. So I'm, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit. Oh, come on. Um, three people who have been the most influential to you and why. I can't, I can't answer that, Gary. You can answer. You, okay, well, just get, give, us, give, give, us, give us a few people that have been. Listen, it would be like I'm accepting an award and thanking everybody. I mean, anybody that's crossed my path has helped me. But I will say this, a couple people that do come to mind. First of all, I want to thank God and the universe first, okay? straight up um i would say i have to say again ad roberts has been a great help to me uh keith daly has been an amazing help i would tell you that my job the one that i work nine to five yeah five, about about that didn't they they, they they've kind of kind of done something a couple times for the for the group let me, huh let me explain something to you go I ahead and brag on them a little bit I've that have supported me in such the way that they have. And I will tell you this because even with the look, when I, when I say it was a vision, I put it down on paper, my old supervisors, my old colleagues, were sitting next to me in a cubicle, listening to me talk about what it's going to be. And then them being there and watching it come to fruition. It was amazing. My job has donated so much time, energy, and money to my organization. It is amazing. They have been amazing. I have to say that again. They have been amazing. And besides my team, mm -hmm. I mean, those ladies are. How many do you have working yeah. with you now on your team? I have, ooh, let me count. We have Miss Raquel. We got Miss Cindy. We got Shar. We got Lexi. We got Miss Alicia. And we got Miss Nisha. Okay. And it's me. So it's seven. All right. Yeah, awesome. Seven. Fantastic. You see me cheesing. I love you. See I see. I do. This is my baby, Gary. I do. I do. I it's love, awesome. This is what I love. This is, I go to bed thinking about what. how can I make this program better. I wake up thinking about how can I make this program better. And I, I can't stress enough how much support I've gotten from the community. Mm -hmm. I mean, from my team, from my job, from family, friends. It is almost overwhelming, like, to the point it was like, I cannot believe that it's happening, but it's happening. Okay. It's happening. 
and and you know honestly you can even for somebody that's that's not there in person and i mean yeah i do know you but even from somebody that doesn't they can tell they can see the sincerity they can in the pictures and the girls faces and uh, you know that type of thing is really um you can see the impact and you know with the other volunteers that are there like you go to some events or some programs and you have some organizations and the volunteers are there because they want to help but they really don't want to help it's like you know they want to help on their terms um your group doesn't seem that way your group at the end of the day is just all about the girls is is what it looks like and that's that's fantastic and you can see that on the girls faces and the pictures and and you know the different things that you do so i'm going to kind of rewind it a little bit as far as the in, influential people question okay oh, goodness, all right when you look at like someone that inspires you somebody that you know it, it could be a public figure you know whatever something to that effect but where have you drawn some of your inspiration from? Someone that has inspired me. I would say, honestly, my mom. Okay. My mother. And not so much of the things, I think the, the, the struggle is to let her know that it's just so this is just kind of kind of a soft one there but um just to, just to let her know mom despite of everything i've been through everything we went through i'm, I'm making a difference mm -hmm. i'm going to make a difference i'm not just talking about it i'm doing it right i've talked to you about it I don't want anyone, any more girls to have to go through. We have to break these generational behaviors and curses, and we ha it stops with us. Right. And I, I tell my mom this all the time. We talk about change. We, me and my mom talk about this all the time. Like we can sit and talk to our face turn purple and blue, but what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Like what are we doing about it? Right. And my biggest thing is be the change that you want to see. Mm -hmm. And me and her talk about it. And, I, I, I've seen the struggles that she's been through and she pushes me to keep going and to see her smile and just to see her smile of the, my accomplishments means everything. It's just the motivation that keeps me in the work, that keeps mm -hmm. me going. So my mom would be a very big influence. Okay, awesome. See, I was going to get the answer out of you. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so what, kind of switching gears, going back to a business perspective, because um, at the end of the day, it's kind of what, you know, the structure is and the process and all the hurdles um, in order to launch and run a nonprofit. But what are some some common myths about nonprofits um, that you can share with with the audience? I can't speak on no one else's nonprofit, but I'll tell you prior to me getting into it, okay. some of the things that I've heard is, you know, we just gonna keep it real, right? Mm -hmm. Keep it real. Hey. Hey, listen. So, I don't. I ain't got a problem if people don't like me. So. I, and I and I'm gonna tell you this because <clears throat> I have been one of those people that have said uh, it's a ripoff. I'm giving okay. my money to a a a, a, a mission, and, and I don't see my money going anywhere. They're using my money for the wrong things. They're not sincere. 
we're supposed to be doing this and they're not doing any of that with our money. Mm -hmm. And in the very beginning, it was really hard for me to get any type of donation. Okay. Um, and I'm going to just like, we be being transparent and being real. So I'm going to just tell you it was, and for some reason I thought that I put it out there. I got the girls, I'm doing this and we're supposed to be showered with people trying to give me money. Right. I promise I did. And it was a little discouraging because it's like, everything is coming from me. My, my bonuses and stuff like that, just making it happen. And I'm like, well, where's the help everybody said that they would do. Mm -hmm. But after a while, I realized how I felt years ago when I was contributing. Okay. And it's the work. People want to see what you're doing. People want to make sure that this is what, you know, they want to make sure that your intentions are pure. Right. And I got that. And I think the biggest myth is that a lot of people feel that, I don't know if this is, this could be some shady business going on because we've seen it. Right. Um. So that's why when you were asking me that question, like, you know, the, some advice I can give, make sure your intentions are pure. Every organization is not like that. Mm -hmm. I don't do it for the money. I do it for the love and the passion that I have for those girls mm -hmm. and for my community. You know, in order to keep it going, we need sponsors. We need donations. We need those things. We need that village. But at the end of the day, I, I, I smile when I lay down and I go to sleep. I smile because I know some way, somehow I've made a difference. So, okay. That's the biggest man. Okay. Very cool. So walk us through. I know this wasn't on my my list. Oh, Gary. Uh, uh, Gary. Yeah. Oh, Gary hey, hey. You know what? Stay alert. Stay alive. Um, <laughs> no, but walk us through. Walk us through a typical meeting with the girls. Like what, what, what generally, I know they're different, you know, that you don't necessarily do the same thing every time, but, um, you know, just kind of in general, what would be some general things that, that so, happen? When the, well, with everything going on now with the national health concern and things of that nature. So when the girls first come in they got to make sure their mask is on, we take the, the temperature. So when they first come in, there's a sign in sheet. Everyone needs to sign in. We make sure we take their temperature sanitizer and everything is throughout the entire building the tables are spaced out and everything so when the girls come in that first 30 minutes of the of the meeting is pretty much mingling okay we're letting the, we're giving the girls time we normally the meeting is from 11 to 2 but we normally give it about 30 minutes so we really don't start until about 11 30 11 something of that nature okay um normally in the beginning we give announcements so whatever we have coming up, we will go over the announcements. After that, we do a queen's introduction. Uh-oh. So a queen's introduction is when we introduce new queens. Okay. So the, the babies come up, and they say their name, their age, what some of their hobbies, and uh, the school that they go to, and, you know, so, some of their favorite things. Okay. After that point, um, oh, let me go back. So normally when we're mingling and things of that nature, we have a little music going on, kid appropriate, of course, mm -hmm. um, just to get the vibe going, get the energy flowing. Okay. You know? um, so we do do that. After we do the Queen's introduction, we do our sister pledge. Okay. Which is, I am light, I am life, I am love, I am she, and she is me, and there is strength and sisterhood. Okay, Ooh. okay, okay. I can't that all by myself here. I'm going to go get a wig. <laughs> But then we do our sister pledge, and at that point, whatever activity is 
in or a guest speaker, we normally give them anywhere between 12 to about 130, 120-ish. Okay. So we have an activity plan that's during that time. Um, now, and then after that, we do another sister. We do the sister pledge again, which is kind of almost like uh, our grace before we eat because we feed the girls every meeting. Okay. So um, they eat. Uh, they eat lunch every meeting. So right after we do the sister pledge again, then we'll have, we'll sit down and we'll eat. We'll fellowship together and we'll eat. Um, also, we also let them know that during the announcements, we just let them know everything that's going on. I'm trying to remember, see if there's anything else that we do. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, and then we we, we end it. Okay. We what uh, what what types of activities have you done uh, with the girls at this oh, point? Or, or or types of speakers that you have come in and talk to the girls? We've had speakers come in and talk about sexual abuse, uh, identifying good touch, bad touch, good secret, bad secret. Okay. We've had a speaker come in and talk about bullying and suicide. Um, we've had speakers come in and talk about confidence and self-love. Um, that is uh, the speaker so far. We What we have coming up is... Finance, talking about finances, talking about credit. Um, we are, we're always going to double back on the self-love and the confidence. So we're always going to have that. Mm-hmm. We have a few things. We have so much stuff, Gary. It's just okay. so much on the roster. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil it because I haven't even discussed some of this stuff with the team. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. But, okay. Um, you heard it first. So you heard it here in. first. Yeah. <laughs> but we do have someone coming in talking about saving and finance and what's next because one of the things with strength and sisterhood is when you're in strength and sisterhood you're always in strength and sisterhood I can't even get it out but that what, what that means is once they reach 18 they can transition from a member to a mentor okay so no matter if they go off to college wherever they, whatever their journey leads them they always be a part of the organization. They can always t- tap into any resources that we have. All right. So it's a family thing. It's from here on out. Okay. All right. Sounds uh got some uh, sorority flair going there. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's awesome. That 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 lifetime uh, lifetime network that and lifetime, yeah, that's absolutely. that's awesome that they have that because I I think you know I noticed with with my son as he's grown up there are certain topics that I thought he would be comfortable talking to me about you know come on i'm dad but no it would be you know another friend of mine or a female friend of mine or you know something like that and i'm sitting back going really you're supposed to talk to dad about that but um you know a lot of times they don't want to talk to family because family doesn't understand or you know a lot of families is when you're struggling with things it's 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 taboo to have mental health issues it's taboo to be struggling with that stress or that depression or you know it's one of those oh get over it and so to be able to have a core that you can go to you know regardless of if i'm in college or if i'm working a nine to five or if i'm you know whatever the case may be that's that's awesome and it it also sounds like it gives the the organization uh, the ability to have more than branches like the logo has um not not just not not just yes. not just sitting in not just sitting in uh, Jacksonville, but uh, definitely branching out and expanding. So, so did you ask me what was next for strength? I was about to. I was about to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what's next? 
first chapter. The second chapter, we, I mean, we have we have a couple places. We have Vero Beach, of course. I can't forget my home, my hometown, Orlando. Um, there's a need. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. my um, childhood friends reach out. There is a need, and then of course, I always reach out to ask. I take a poll, like where, where is the need? And there, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. My dream and goal is to have a strength and sisterhood in every state. Okay. Okay. How about that's that would be awesome that would be awesome that is i mean a household name mm-hmm. and and honestly with the impact that that i've seen you know from new york i mean there's no there's no reason it can't be um you know at all and so that's that's awesome to hear that's really encouraging uh you know i do want to add, i do want to add something to anyone that is watching or will watch and you're thinking about putting your child into any mentoring uh mentorship program mine or anyone else because there there are some really amazing programs out here for girls uh, as well as mine here in jacksonville keep in mind that mentoring is a daily thing Mm -hmm. we meet with these girls twice a month sometimes three times a month depending upon if we have an outside activity but the work has to continue at home Mm -hmm. that is the biggest thing if we can't do it by ourselves um, which we, we do as much as we can, but the end we try to impact as much as we can, but the parents have to be involved. So if you really want any of these type of programs to work, do know that your dedication and your commitment is going to be needed, especially with strength and sisterhood. Mm-hmm. So to anyone that's watching and you're thinking about involving your child into this program, and it is a wonderful program, I'm going to be real. If, if I had this program, I wish I had this program when I was a little girl. Right. Like I really did. But I, I have to stress the commitment that will be needed from the parents in as well. Okay. Definitely. And, and uh, you know, obviously, you know, mentorship programs or any type of organization can only do so much. Raquel wants me to ask you about your affirmation activity. <laughs> so, thank you, Raquel. <laughs> an affirmation and she's she's right because i didn't add that in there we have an affirmation that we do okay um so the girls we there's a couple of ways that we can do it um we can either do the mirror one where we get to grab the mirror and the girls say you know i am and we one of our confidence builders uh, mentors that she rocks she she just takes over is Shar allen she does this like she gets the energy going in the room with the girls and your confidence up, your head is up, you're in front of your sisters, your sisters are there for support for our shy ones. I mean, when I tell you you're in a room with your sisters, you, you would have thought that you, they were your real sisters to the point to where we support these girls so much. They have their mirror up, they're affirming themselves, they're speaking it, they're speaking life into themselves. That's one. Mm-hmm. The other one is a compliment circle. I got to add this in, Raquel, a compliment circle. So this is another activity that we do too, where we get in a big circle and we compliment each other and the circle just goes around. And what it is, is that a lot of us don't know how to give or receive compliments. Okay. Because I've been given compliments. I give compliments all the time to my girls and they have their head down, they shy away. They, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't hear it enough. So we do that too. The other affirmation is something that was just introduced to us, and I believe it's I have, 
I will, I believe, um, I have, I will, I believe, um, I am, it, it's, it's five of them, Raquel, please don't kill me, but I don't have, <laughs> but it's five of them that the girls say, and it's so powerful, it really, it really is, mm-hmm. and we, if we have parents that are there that are volunteering, they get involved too, and we're involved as well, Okay. so. All right. What uh, what age groups do you uh, do you work with? In the beginning, it was six to eighteen. Okay. But because we had a few babies that came along, and the mama was like, "Oh, she's just five years old. We gotta wait one more year." And then they came to one meeting, and they came to another, and now they're there. So five to eighteen years old. Okay. Now with with some of with some of the topics. Um, I, I'm assuming that you ensure that, you know, and this is for people that aren't familiar with the program, but making sure that conversation is age appropriate if you've got the, the large group, you know, as far as the age ranges go. Um, Absolutely. And everything is parent approved. Okay. So this is nothing that they, they bring their daughter and then it's all of a sudden, oh my goodness, they're talking about this. No, we don't, we don't want okay. that. Very cool. So, uh, and it's in, honestly, Gary, I mean, there has never been a topic that any of the parents have said that they didn't want their child to sit in. And and see, to me, that's powerful because it, it shows it shows two different things. Number one, the opportunity to deal with the hard topics because a lot of parents don't know how to deal with the hard topics no. because I, in my opinion, we learn how to be parents as we're raising our kids. And it's not until after we're done raising our kids that we realize, oh man, I sucked. You know, I, I, I need to do better, you know, and, and we learned it from watching our parents. And so it's like it's kind of a steady building block, um, you know. So number one, being able to have those conversations with the kids, uh, with the young women is definitely paramount. But the fact that the parents acknowledge that, hey, you know what, I, I, I'm not it's not working for me doing this. Let me make sure that they still get the information, even if it's not from me. Some parents have a real, uh, they got a pride issue, you know, that nobody else can deliver that information to my kid other than me, you know. And and another thing, too, a lot of these issues really need to be addressed at an early age. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. Um, I think, and and I'll just give you an example. There was one time where a parent was not comfortable with her child um being in on a speaker that came and talked about suicide Mm -hmm. and um i think the child was about eight and some of the footage in the that we have was an eight-year-old that committed suicide Mm -hmm. and we understand that we respect that but it is a need it Mm -hmm. happens this young yeah because the suicide and the bullying goes hand in hand and that was a very powerful and, and shout out shout out to the speaker that came out. You know who you are. Thank you so much. But that was a very powerful meeting um, because sometimes we felt the same thing. We said we could have had a couple bullies in in the group. Mm-hmm. You know, just to let you know that your action can cause this type of reaction. Right. So it, it is important. But like you asked, yeah, we definitely get approval from the parents and certain certain things will be just geared to the older group right certain things will be geared to the younger group so right yes. definitely yeah and, and that was that that question was really for a point of uh, clarification for anybody that's watching because you know when you when you're talking five to 18 you know that's that's a pretty big you know a big uh you know spectrum there um you know so and, I, I, and 
I know you didn't ask me this, but I'll just say it. When I was doing my research before I started the mm-hmm. program, I pulled up and asked around about, you know, what programs were available here in Jacksonville. What was the need? What were they offering? And one of the things that I noticed was majority of the programs that were here started at 12 years old. Okay. okay. You got to get those babies, as they say, right, right off the porch. Right. That is the biggest influence right. like, when they're that young. Mm-hmm. When they get about 15, 16 years old, they they, they know everything. They think they know everything. <laughs> right. You know, you're the most influential when they're young. Right. So a lot of, and just speaking to some of uh, other mentors and things, that having the babies can be more work because they are the babies. Mm-hmm. Just keeping their attention and focus and things of that nature. But if... A lot of my mentors can vouch for this. Some of my babies show out better than my big girls. I believe it. I believe you know? it. So, yeah. Out of the mouth of babes. I've learned more. I tell my son all the time that he is he's 17. He's going to graduate this year. And um, I tell him all the time that I've probably learned more from him than he ever will from me. You know, honestly. Uh, just because they have a completely different perspective. My perspective is tainted after 40 years of of life and the things that i've gone through and they have a very fresh perspective on things and sometimes you know it'll be the simplest thing that they say that kind of just it's an epiphany and um you know to be able to speak into their life that young and be able to kind of help them that's 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 an awesome responsibility and an awesome opportunity as well so if you could step into my shoes and reverse roles what's something that you would ask that i haven't asked about strength and sisterhood or about yourself? I don't really think there's anything right now. I mean, besides, I like the what what was next or, you know, I mean, I nothing. I think you pretty much covered everything. Okay. I don't have anything. All right. So where can the listeners connect with you online? Because we, we literally, we literally have listeners in about 15, 16 different countries almost every one of the 50 states. So with that being said, how do they connect with you? They can either email, which is going to be strengthensisterhoodfl at gmail.com. We have Facebook, which is just Strength and Sisterhood. You can go on our website, which is www.strengthandsisterhoodfl.org. Our IG would be strength and sisterhood FL underscore. Okay. Or you can actually call or text, which is 904-440-3455. All right, fantastic. We'll try, I'll try to get all that information from you a little later and uh, put yeah, it up. It's a lot. Put it up on the uh, on the page, um, you know, so listeners can uh, definitely connect. Because I, I know that uh, it's... It's awesome to watch. It's awesome to see. It's it's awesome to see the impact that you're having. Um, but sometimes it's better to be able to do more and put your hand to the plow. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways, um, I think, that people can do that, that are listening or that are watching. And not just monetarily. Um, there's other networks and, you know, somebody might know someone that could be a game changer for you and the girls, you know, and, and they kind of you know, make that introduction, that type of thing. So I want to encourage everyone that's listening, if you can get involved, get involved, um, you know, in any way, especially, especially with those branches growing, you know. Um, but um, I definitely, I, I anything else you want to share and, and before we wrap up here? And No, 
I just really want to say again, like I can't say it enough how much I appreciate everyone's love and support. Um, especially my team, again, just believing in my vision and going as hard as I do. It just, it, we can see the change. It's beautiful to see the girls from a year ago, to see some of the things and the accomplishments that they're doing and the growth that they have. Mm-hmm. And also, it's kind of like our therapy as well. Okay. Like those girls are, they, those girls mean the world to us. And I just want to thank anybody that has ever donated their time, energy, money, resources, anything. Thank you. Thank you. I always say this. We are raising queens and it's going to take a village. So I really appreciate the village. Thank you so much. And right. thank you for having me here. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, giving us the opportunity to talk with you and, you know, kind of help share what you're doing. I know that, um, like I said, knowing you as long as I have and, and sitting next to you and, and at work and, and some of the shenanigans we'll say, uh, that, that took place. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see, uh, the level of growth and impact that, that you're making, you know, on a personal level, not even on a per, uh, professional level, but on a personal level, it's really good to see that it's, it's definitely, uh, it's encouraging. Um, you know, so thank you very much for your time and, you know, for sharing your baby with us uh as well you know because i i know you know most mothers don't like to let random people hold their kids so we 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 appreciate we appreciate it we appreciate it but um with uh with that being said again thank you so much you guys thank you for tuning in uh to this week's episode uh next week we have a mr ty malone he is a uh founder of a nonprofit um empowerment for black voices um, here in the Western New York area. So we're going to sit down and chop it up with him next week. So I want to encourage you to tune in then again, Miss Wilkerson. Thank you so much until next time, you guys, I'll pray for you. Y'all pray for me. We'll catch you next time on reflections. All right. Thank you guys. All right. We're good. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Well, that's that. I will, um, I'm going to have the, uh,